riddle me this for the second time third time even if you could see any the letterbox page of letterboxed page of any historical figure ever who would you want to see <sighs> okay so i definitely haven't already answered this and levi definitely was recording the whole time um and i definitely didn't mention hitler and i no, definitely no, no. we don't want to see hitler's letterbox page <laughs> um right well there's two schools of thought here obviously there is are these historical figures in the contemporary era and are they watching contemporary cinema or are they logging things of when they were alive so yes. would um william the conqueror would he be logging things um <laughs> like shadow plays and sh sh uh court dramas <laughs> and like jesters <laughs> or would he be logging uh, yeah i'm just gonna snyder log cut? the thoughts of my jest my jester <laughs> or would he be logging the snyder cut or dunkirk um okay who... actually the snyder cut is a very very good call i i i want to we should do a podcast where we're doing one we... well yeah okay first of all we should do a podcast second of all we should do a podcast where we hire like historical figure impersonators oh. and make them watch the snyder cut and mm. watch them react to it so we get like an abe lincoln impersonator <laughs> we we force them to watch the snyder cut in character and and we get their their thoughts on because like they know what that person would be thinking better than anyone else because they they live that role you know so <laughs> honest abe <laughs> oh dear that's what i want to see but sorry you were you were saying so um, so what what's your answers so yeah well, let's let's say a historical figure watching anything from the past or the present that they that would be on brand for them like so, somebody who knows this historical figure made a list and then made them sit in a cinema and watch all these movies oh man that's tough um i'm gonna say george melies again because <laughs> again. i think that'd be really really cool to see what sort of strange things inspired him yeah i'm trying to think of like i don't know why my mind always goes back to like incredibly ancient historical figures <laughs> i should think of someone from like the 60s like yeah exactly yeah what would what was John Lennon getting up to in the yeah in what the, was he seventies What was he watching? Yeah. Well, he wasn't watching much because he died. But um... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> he kind of stopped his watching after that. Yeah, the letterbox page went silent. I I want to see. I don't know. I'd like to see uh, Charlie Manson. Yeah, I'd like to see yeah. what Charlie Manson is uh, is logging on this letterbox. Um, th this all just feels so sad that we <laughs> that I wasn't recording when we talked about this literally five minutes ago because. Mm -hmm. Uh, we did it really well and then <laughs> now we have to retread the same ground and it's nowhere near as interesting um uh which could be the uh the um uh the like the subtitle for the podcast mm -hmm, pretty like, much bloopercast retreading the same ground and it's not quite as interesting <sighs> uh so welcome to bloopercast that. <laughs> so you, you can you can continue on the on the topic if you've Gen got anything else genghis khan watching <laughs> Um, Rush Hour Two. <laughs> what would be? Give give me give me what you think his review would. Look that's like. the thing. So that that's like a that's a spin off we can do is um we'd set up fake accounts and try and attempt <laughs> to write reviews in the style that we think that historical oh figure would write. I really so, want to do that. We we should actually do that. Yeah, absolutely. We should do um Cleopatra's take on she's the man the amanda Bynes film, <laughs> and she'd be like this is great i love 
I love seeing these people move yeah. in this tablet screen because <laughs> this tablet I, screen. I don't understand how any of I, this functions i want to see hmm, i want to see uh some some kind of like give give me the name of like a, a good like like civil war leader not american civil war just any civil war somebody any who like championed war. their country you know i mean abe lincoln like immediately but obviously that's yeah american. yeah but i'm i'm thinking like i don't know like i just i, I just want to subject somebody who like fought like grassroots somebody How, fought very hard oliver cromwell i don't know <laughs> yeah actually no that's even better than what i was thinking i want oliver cromwell to watch clueless <laughs> <laughs> and i want to see what he thinks um that's even better than what i could have come up with i wonder if anyone's actually already made like fake historical figure account. i'm sure they must have but if i well, type in that... oliver cromwell right now, <laughs> is there gonna be an well, account that's what i was thinking i don't think there's enough letterboxd gimmick accounts people don't seem to do it i i had a brief stint where i was doing uh reviews as a monkey um yeah, and i really want to get right. back to that, that yeah it was right. it was boxed. originally going to be called monkey boxed but they wouldn't let me because you can't make a name with boxed in the uh, name on, on Letterboxd, so uh, it became Internet Monkey Database or IMDB. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wrote about four reviews and I want to get back to that because it was, it was actually really fun. But yeah, not enough gimmick accounts. Have you found an Oliver Cromwell There is no one. The, the username Oliver Cromwell is available, so if any listeners okay. re are really into uh, British history, you can claim <laughs> Oliver Cromwell as your username yeah, on the Letterboxd.com website. <laughs> Honestly, I I just I people if anybody has a letterbox gimmick gimmick account or wants to create one, please send it in because I'd love mm -hmm. to look over that. I really want to see more. more we of really that want to read your uh, review <laughs> of Cars Three by Doctor Seuss. <laughs> that would actually be the the peak of of just just living, um, because you know I genuinely feel that that we're, this is something we're missing out on. Like for for the hellhole that places like Twitter are. Um, at least there are some fun gimmick accounts. Sure. Um, th there's been one I've really I've been really enjoying on Twitter recently that just it's called like crazy ass moments from American politics. Oh it's yeah, just like, I've been watching that. Just yeah, just 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 posting like like weird pictures of of uh, JFK. Like there's just that. There, there, did you see that picture of him smiling while the chef is holding spaghetti with his bare hand? <laughs> I absolutely did not see that one. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to find it easily if I looked for it. But Obviously, it's... my favorite at the moment during this uh, this takeover period of Twitter is Italian uh, Elon Musk. Yes, yes, yes. Just the funniest thing. Classic. How this man but... <laughs> spent billions of dollars on the Bird app and people just taking the piss out of him. Very it's funny. it's 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 a really fun look at, at where we are as a culture that like people don't know how to deal with with like terrible events in politics anymore. Uh, because it just feels so hopeless uh -huh. so people end up resorting to doing things like i don't know creating gimmick accounts where they uh <laughs> where they they pretend to be elon musk but italian i send her the calzone into space i don't have any other taxes oh <laughs> that's <hey>. amore <laughs> that's so really dumb. good <laughs> um so welcome to Bloopercast for the second time, Bloop, um, Bloop. or, or if you want for the third time, because we definitely didn't start recording this, and then I found out that I wasn't actually recording, um, and the straight blue line without any 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 little bumps should have alerted me to that fact immediately. But I'm just not that smart. Uh, my name's Levi. 
What's your name? My name's Jack. I am smart. Yeah, that that's the the dynamic we've got here. You're <laughs> smart, I'm not. Uh, and we, we, we just kind of roll with it. It's like good cop, bad cop, but it's yeah, smart it's cop, dumb cop? Slobs versus snobs, baby. Did, did I just accidentally come up with a buddy cop duo that we could we could make a movie out of? Like, Le- Levi and instead Jack. of good cop, bad cop. Dumb yeah. cop, smart cop. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that exists. Okay, well, I'm doing a search right now. Well, dumb I've, cop, Get smart. smart. Is that the cop. whole point of get smart? Was that that? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, there's a TV tropes page for specifically smart cop, dumb cop. Damn it. Uh, so it's a trope, but we can always do something interesting with it. So I say that's gonna be that's gonna be our future. We're okay. gonna sounds good. We're gonna create. Uh, we're gonna create that movie. So I say we jump right into our our first segment. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Let's jump Which right segment in. do you want to do first? <laughs> uh, emails. Emails. All right, we're gonna do emails. And okay, I've got a pitch for you here for the theme song. Uh-huh. All right, you you know what a theremin is, obviously. Obviously. Okay. Now, here's here's an idea. Uh-huh. You do a theremin song, but yep. you also get uh like samples of Uma Thurman speaking, and it's it's Uma Theremin. I love that. Wow, you really came prepared today. <laughs> I did. Um, I came very prepared today. And that would sound a little something like this. cool <laughs> that was very good i'm glad that that definitely worked out um brilliant i can already hear it in my head and i know it's going to be great so anyway <laughs> we're going to read some emails um we i so this is this is my apology uh for being busy and i didn't send out the call for emails until literally last night while mm-hmm. i was at work <clears throat> so that was completely my fault so uh this is the email segment uh and the theme for the email segment uh, because I was really coming up with this, uh, you know, last minute uh, was it, we're going to do a meta episode. So I just asked people to pretty much send in whatever the fuck they want. Uh, questions, feedback, uh, telling us how good slash bad we are, uh, movie recommendations, uh, clips we should watch. Uh, and because I only sent out the call literally last night, uh, we only have a couple of those things. But we got four emails, so that's... Mm-hmm. that's all good so i'm sorry now you can read the email go ahead so this first one is from <laughs> ivan and ivan says dear blooper crew actually so no say dear bloop crew i love listening i love listening to your podcast and i love how it has tangents about topics that are not movie based like soup or levi starting episode <laughs> one talking about how he hates orange juice <laughs> i think that's what happened part yeah. of what i Part of what I enjoy about podcasts is how easy it is for the host to stray off topic. So don't worry about straying too far for at least one listener is enjoying that. And I wouldn't mind two, a two-hour unedited versions of each episode. I do have a question for Jack. Do you actually own or rent the instruments you use for the jingles music you make for the podcast? I just assumed you used a synthesizer or some electronic music wizardry, but at times when you say, where am I going to find a didgeridoo? And I don't know if you're joking or not. Yours truly, I am. <laughs> so then, is it true? Do you own a didgeridoo? Well, this is going to be like 
the end of the Wizard of Oz, or you're going to peek behind yeah. the curtain and see, you know, a, mag- a magician revealing his secrets. But I do not own oh. uh, a didgeridoo, but I do own uh, a computer and a degree in music production. So oh. <laughs> I know all the tips and tricks of the trade. See, I'm really make... glad you said you don't, because otherwise you were going to have to go and find Uma Thurman. You're going to uh, have to go and get her to, to speak, yeah. to sing on the song. So I'm, I'm glad that it's all uh what was it electronic music wizardry mm, yeah that's me i'm, I'm the wizard that... i'm the electronic music wizard of oz you are can can somebody do a drawing of you with like a big floppy wizard hat that's like it's blue oh, and it's got stars on it if we have any budding artists out there <laughs> listening please draw fan art of me as a wizard and i do will it. make it my profile picture because yeah. that sounds funny that does. um but yeah ivan i'll I don't know. I don't know how I do it sometimes. <laughs> I just, I have many libraries and sample packs and access to all sorts of sounds and I'll synthesize the sound of Mongolian throat singing and redos <laughs> and kazoos and uh, I don't know, classic. sometimes sometimes I, I look around the room for an instrument that I might actually own. Like, if you mention I don't know, g- guitar I have one of those <laughs> sometimes so... Uh, That'd be too obvious though. Yeah, exactly. Oh my be, god I just had the best idea for an instrument I'm okay. replacing. I'm replacing one of my instruments, oh, and I'm gonna get you this instead. Sorry. I'll, okay. We'll come oh, back good. to that later in the episode. Anyway, thank you, Ivan. Thank um, you, Ivan. I don't have anything to say because I don't make the music. Uh, um, Two-hour unedited uh, version of the episode would make my life a lot easier, but also means the podcast would be significantly worse. Because... It would. It would be me <laughs> fucking up a million times and going, Jack, quick, edit it out, please. And it'd be. I don't know how we do an unedited episode, and I'd have to play the jingles live. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually. That's a really good idea. We do, we do like a live streamed episode where oh, we do it fun. in the Discord and get people to like call in, where we unmute them to for them to ask their questions oh. or say their emails yeah. or whatever, and then hey, we I, just don't edit it. I would happily live stream my process of making the jingles in the Discord server, which is something oh, that I would actually be awesome in other well. times, um, so I can show people like Ivan how I can make didgeridoo sounds. <laughs> I think we're uh, I think we're we're coming up with a, a, a Patreon here pretty much. Absolutely, just yeah. With with just with the first extra tier, steps and without money. Thousand pounds a month, but yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting that thousand pounds a month from all of you. Yeah. So thank you, yeah, Ivan. Definitely uh, each. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So this next email is from Patty. Patty writes, "Hi all, I'm a day one fan of the show, albeit forced upon me by a higher being. He's not referring to me. Don't worry." Uh, and have tuned in where, whenever I have a game I can grind or have an hour to burn, and I really enjoy the banter and opinions slash, slash suggestions for movies brought to the table. Now, on the subject of games, I personally feel video games are uh, another medium on par with cinema when it comes to storytelling and bringing out raw and pure emotion in the viewer slash player. Rather than being an observer, you are an active participant in, this, in an established world, and that gives a lot of room to tell stories which may be similar to each other, but breathe new live life into con- new contexts and ways for people to identify with. What I'd like to know is, what are your favourite video game plots? Is there a game that resonates with you on a storytelling te- story level that may even rival your favourite cinema? Or is there something about cinema which enhances the viewing experience over something like playing a game? Either way, I'd love to hear all of you guys' thoughts about it. Thanks for reading, Patty. So what do you think, Jack? What are you? Are you a, are you a I'm, hashtag gamer? I'm not much of a hashtag gamer. Um, I, I play. I don't really play for story. Often, I play for gameplay mm. most of the time. Like my favorite games are Pokemon. Um, yeah. Which is you know the story in those are <laughs> renowned for an amazing story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
uh, games like Scape Three, <laughs> just because <laughs> I can play. Which it. is known for its its deep yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. intense uh, world uh, building. <laughs> the first level where you have to learn how to kickflip, and the last level where you have to learn how to kill God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've actually recently playing the Final Fantasy games. Um, okay, interesting. Which was like a massive cultural blind spot for me, so I went back and played Fantasy Final Fantasy One, Two, Three, Four, Five. Oh, wow. on uh, emulators and they are a lot of fun but again i'm holding down the space bar a lot of the time just to skip through all the dialogue <laughs> so i can get back to yeah. grinding because that's i don't know that sets off some of the serotonin buttons in my brain yeah. um what about you are you much of a game head i i'm i the, i've always been weird with games in that like they've always been a part of my of my life and and i've always kind of played video games but i, I there, i've gotten long periods of time where i just don't play anything yeah um i don't i don't i wouldn't call myself a gamer just because i don't like that word because of the the, because of the implications Mm -hmm. um but for me i feel like and kind of relating specifically to what patty is saying in the email is that i think i think video games are in terms of storytelling are basically like one big missed opportunity um you know there are some games that i I think have absolutely fantastic story uh, get like a lot of contemporary games games like portal portal 2 oh yeah uh, sure undertale uh you know games that that really strive to do something interesting with with their narrative um hotline miami is another good example of one that i really love that, mm. that does a good job at, at telling a very interesting story um however i think like by and large it we're not at a stage yet where video games have, have had a chance to do anything really groundbreaking in terms of telling story Sure. Um, because you know you think about the films have been around for for a hundred years more than a hundred years mm-hmm. um and they've had a lot of time to develop exactly how narratives work and there's you know there have been many people smarter than i who have been able to break this stuff down and really get to the bottom of you know how a film functions and how to tell an effective story um and you know video games have been around for a lot less time and for a lot of the time they've been around they've been you know shitty little like you know I guess shitty is rude because, you know, I love a lot of early games, but like you look at the games where it's like it's just one single pixel that's like moving around on the screen. It, you sure. know, it's E.T. It's E.T. And oh, you kind yeah, of need the Atari. To, yeah, you got to suspend a lot of disbelief. Sure. Um, so I think I think we're at a at a point right now where video games are maybe able to tell a very good story, but it's rare and we still haven't hit the, the point where they're telling as effective stories as i think most films can Mm. if that's fair to say yeah definitely portal games were just something that felt so brand new when i first played them i remember waiting up till midnight to play portal 2 on release and those were like a really big part of my sort of like teenage years and yeah and uh all the orange box and the half-life games but i don't know the past i haven't really caught up i haven't really kept up uh, with the last like ten years or so in sort of contemporary games, mm. um, just because like I just don't have the time. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I when I when I am in the mood to play something, I find myself replaying Pokemon Fire Red for the fifty thousandth <laughs> time, or yeah. like finding really like simple games like Stardew Valley on the Switch just to yeah, absolutely, down. yeah. Or like Minecraft, I still play Minecraft from time to time. <laughs> it's a game where you can do whatever you want. Like that's yeah. kind of what I'm into when it comes to games, um, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's that's the other thing that really differentiates uh, games versus cinema is that like 
in a movie you're always telling a story like i don't think there is a single film that isn't telling a story but i you know there's tons of games that that mm. you know the point is there's you know the story is either a backdrop or it literally doesn't exist like you know what's the story in tetris what are you doing in tetris i don't know it, it's just fun <laughs> yeah um, exactly. and, it's uh, and <laughs> it's the most primordial sort of game you are playing yeah, to exactly. enjoy and then we've developed into things like uh, Heavy Rain or <laughs> oh God. was it Alan Clark? Was it that? Was it Alan Clark? Have I just pulled? Have I just made up a name? You that just sounds like the most generic British person alive. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what that. It's like, oh man, what is that? I've just made up a game called Alan Clark. <laughs> All right, describe it to me. Describe to me what Alan Clark would be, because oh, I'm imagining man. like a British detective. Alan Wake. Is it Alan Wake? That sounds more familiar, but I'm yes, I'm not much Wake. more caught up with this than okay. you are. <laughs> so, I don't know. When was that? 2010. Wow, I am so behind on games. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but I'm certain that was like a mystery and his wife goes missing or something. I don't remember. All right, it's new a, podcast. Like a, Jack, like f- Jack video yeah. game recaps where I'm you have a- to remember them off the top of your head. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, you're a cowboy good times yeah yeehaw grand, uh grand theft auto you're terrible people <laughs> it's fun <laughs> yeehaw kind of tony hawk's um, pro skater 2 i can talk <laughs> about tony hawk's underground 2 for as long as you need me to oh, but okay. anything with an actual story then no <laughs> yeah and and so that that my whole point there was just like it, it, it's completely okay for a video game to only be just you know just fun it doesn't need to have a story necessarily mm-hmm. but i think there is so much missing in like th- there's just so much opportunity in being able to tell a story where the person experiencing the story is also an active participant which is something yeah. patty kind of touches on in that email um you know there's 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 something really special there and there are games that do play with that again i think undertale is, is a really good example of that um because it, it not only involves the player in a very interesting meta way um but it also uh uses uh like video game tropes it subverts Mm. rpg tropes to be something that you're not expecting and that again involves you further in that world um you know something like undertale just could not exist in any other medium yeah any other art medium at all it just wouldn't work um and so as with every medium you know there are films that you couldn't do if you wrote a book for example sure um and so really i'm just waiting to see people really get a hold of what you can do with a video game and really touch on that because i think Man. it just hasn't happened yet i gotta get back to un- undertale i i downloaded it last year when i was stuck inside with covid and i played oh, it for yeah. a couple of days and then i just haven't I, that's the thing i go through phases where i'll pick up my switch and i'll play it every single day for three weeks and then i'll forget about it for months on end and then i'm like yeah. oh yeah i have this thing that's cool this is <laughs> this is fun I'm looking at my Switch right now. I have not touched it in, in weeks. Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I, I definitely have the same thing, yeah. We need to do an episode in the future on video game movies. I think that would be fun. Oh, yes. That is, because that is there a wonderful is, idea. I mean, there's not many good ones, but there are. There's a lot of ones. There's a lot of fun ones to talk about. So. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Dennis Hopper as King Cooper in the Super I Mario Bros. movie. I need to finally see that movie. But you haven't seen the Super Mario Bros. movie? Not for like decades oh, so I, I don't think i have it logged because i haven't seen it in so long oh but, jack it's um, so it's so good if you want to see dennis hopper in 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 uh and I his do. best role <laughs> oh it's good stuff okay so thank, thank you patty for your thank email. you patty so much that was wonderful so 
Uh, do you want to read this next one? Yep, this one is from Bravo, who says, One suggestion, you should definitely have more Americans on the show. Winky emoji. <laughs> and uh, for those who listened to last time's episode, uh, Bravo was on the episode, and he is American. And yes, we should have more Bravos and more Americans on the show. Thank you, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Well, ne- next uh, next episode, we've got something special planned that, that oh, may or course. may not have an American there. So yeah, we'll have to have to tune in and see. But thank you, mm. Bravo. We'll we'll have you back soon. We love you. Um, so we've got one more email here. This one was <laughs> not sent in by a listener. <laughs> this, this was from Charles Anthony, and it says two dashes, and then on the next line, hello, and then next paragraph, my dear, I am Barrister Charles Anthony. I am contacting you to assist retrieve his huge deposit. Mr. Alexander, Mr. Alexander left in the bank ten point five million before it's get before it's get confiscated by the bank. Please get back to me for more details, Barrister Charles Anthony. So I thank you, more, Charles Anthony. I, I need more details. <laughs> I, I, I need more details, details too. Should we respond to this spam email right now? I'm scared, but yes. Okay, all right. I'm gonna. I wonder if anyone replied to our YouTube comment from a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> okay, that all right. There's two things here to do. Right, first of all, I'm gonna go to YouTube and I'm gonna check which comment was that on the Nicholas Cage not, video. I, I can't remember. It, it was, was like yeah, because it was consciousness. It was asking Nicholas Cage to to run away with me. That was um, it. So I'll search jujitsu. How are we gonna find this again? Jujitsu. Uh, wasn't it had a really weird name that video, wasn't it? Like we got this or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Jujitsu film clip. All right, well, I'm sure we'll find it this way. You can cut this out. Yeah, this is doable. I found it immediately. This is doable. That was it. All right, let's scroll down to the comments. Uh, well, my comments right here. It was Cage, give up acting. Find me. Let's run together. <laughs> run away together. XOXO gossip girl. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> and I'm nobody responded. No likes, no comments. Beautiful. No, just, no likes, but I liked it. So. On brand. Okay. All cool. right, let's get this spam email up and let's respond to it. Uh, oh, reply. Okay. So hacked. <laughs> so, dictate this to me. What should I? What should I say? I like money. I like money. I need money. Okay. I need that money. That money, yeah. I love details. Okay. And I need <laughs> more details. More details. Together, yep. we could rob this bank. <laughs> are, we sh- are you sure we want this in writing? On- on an email? And run away together. Run away together. All my love, Nicholas. Nicholas oh, yeah. Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, and then in brackets, gossip girl. Exactly. Yeah. So we're framing uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Okay. So just to recap, to make sure we've got it all together, uh, the email says, "Mr. Anthony, thank you so much for your email. I like money. I need money. I need that money. <laughs> I love details." And I need more details. Together, we could rob this bank and run away together. All my love, Nicolas Cage. Gossip Girl. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> All right. And Perfect. send. I've sent that right over to uh, Charles Anthony. <laughs> and I'm sure he'll get back to us in time for the next episode. I certainly hope so. <laughs> um, All right. That's the emails. Thank you, everyone, mm, for sending in thanks, emails. Thanks, Charles. Um, <laughs> yeah thank you charles for, for your email 
Um, and we've got second second segment here. Uh, and so I'm thinking. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I had I had two ideas okay. for a song here. Um, my first idea originally was that I thought it'd be interesting if you just did some kind of prog rock like flute. Oh yeah, like solo. Um, but but and while that is a good idea, when you mentioned guitars, I was thinking, what if you did a gent song? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well that might be stretching my guitar abilities, but I'll certainly give it a go. <laughs> All right, Jack Gent song. Here we go. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was really good, Jack. You wrote the best Gent song out there. You're you're like a real mm-hmm. Misha Mansour yeah. or other Gent guitarist. I don't know. <laughs> So this is the segment where we uh, recommend films. Mm. Uh, we don't we don't have a theme really this this uh, this week other than meta or things about us because it's all about us. Yeah. Um. So I picked personally. I picked a film, Jack, that I think you'd probably enjoy. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So my recommendation for you, Jack, is the 1956 film World Without End. Have you heard mm. of this? I have not. Okay, well, it's it's a weird little sci-fi B movie. It's primarily made to reuse footage and costumes from the film Flight to Mars. Um, it's extremely run of the mill. They travel into the future where mutant spiders hang out with the remnants of society. Some mutated, others hiding in caves after a nuclear war. Uh, Rod Taylor gets all shirtless, uh, and a reviewer called it the best bit of beefcake, the best bit of beefcake in the entire genre. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I watched it when I was on an early kaiju binge. Uh, the mutant spiders in the film could could maybe be called kaiju on a technicality. Okay, uh, is the, the movie especially memorable? Uh, not really, but hey, it's fun. Well, I'll have you know, <laughs> I've just checked the director Edward Burns, and I've yep. seen seven of his movies. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, well then. Do you want to hear what movies those are? <laughs> yes, please list them off. The Three Stooges meet Hercules. <laughs> The Three Stooges in Orbit. The Three Stooges, listen, Judge. Three Arabian Nuts featuring the Three Stooges. No way. Brideless Grooms with the Three Stooges. Gold Raiders with the standard dopey dicks with the Three Stooges. So, you know I'm going to go all in on Edward Burns, the Three Stooges auteur who also made schlocky (laughs) B-movies. Oh, that's really good. Uh, you know, I was not expecting that. I thought they were just going to be weird. <laughs> so weird that, I saw seven. I was like, wow, these must be like <laughs> terrible monster movies I've seen in the past. But no, they're all Three Stooges. Nope. So just Three Stooges movies. Okay. That's, well, that's, incredible. that's incredible. I'll check that out at some point. Um, I've taken this week's meta theme to justify my pick, which is a movie okay. about a movie about movies. Not a documentary about a particular movie, but a movie that celebrates movie making as an art form crafts pioneering sequences that breathe life into dusty celluloid and bends breaks the boundaries of cinema in hilarious ways this movie is 1924's sherlock jr directed by the one and only buster keaton this thing is a marvel at just short of 100 years old there are editing techniques optical tricks and practical effects in this movie that still stun viewers to this day Indeed, I watched this again a few weeks ago on the new uh, Eureka Blu-ray set and was dumbfounded. The premise is simple. It is a film projection 
It's about a film projectionist who dreams of becoming a detective like Sherlock Holmes. After a pocket watch goes missing earlier in the day, Buster Keaton's character falls asleep at his job as a film plays on screen and he slips into the world within the celluloid. Keaton showcases his physical prowess through incredibly engaging visual gags with a dreamlike logic that solidifies the movie as one of his best. It is a celebration of film as escapism wrapped up in a joyful 45 minute feature that deserves to be celebrated. Have you seen Sherlock Jr.? I have not. It is so good. It's on YouTube, as most of Keaton's movies are, and so good. I'll tell you, it's on my watch list right now. Hell so, yeah. I want to see more more 20s films. I've not seen a whole bunch. Um, in fact, I've seen, uh, if I can, about seven, apparently. Oh, wow. Okay. So Yeah, a lot of good stuff to see, especially from Buster Keaton. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I You give a good pitch. I say that Thank every you. week. So every two weeks, maybe. It's a good pitch. Well, there's um, no three stooges, but <laughs> I just love this this uh this background picture on Letterbox where he's he's holding his big old magnifying glass. Yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. his big bushy mustache and he's reading a book called How to Be a Detective. Yeah, that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's really good. All right, I'll check that out. Um, so we're moving on to our our final segment. That was a very quick mm. uh quick recommendation segment, but sure. Uh, moving on to our final segment, uh, which is called This Week in Letterbox. Uh, and so you have two choices here, Jack. Uh-oh. Uh, you can you can go back to the uh the prog rock flute jam, like I mentioned, or you can do a hurdy gurdy song. Oh for fuck! Yeah, <laughs> let's do hurdy gurdy. Yeah, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have some of the most versatile portfolio to showcase whenever this Absolutely. podcast ends, and I can rake in the millions. But here's my hurdy gurdy oh, yeah. instrumental solo. How the hell am I going to recreate a hurdy-gurdy? Oh, oh <laughs> I look forward to it because I, I saw somebody play a hurdy-gurdy live once. Amazing. Um, and we went fucking nuts in the audience. Was it, it was, at like it a really medieval renaissance fair? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was like a, it was like a festival. Yeah, yeah. It was like a local festival. Um, and so they had a bunch of like, like local, like rock bands and things. And then they just had this woman playing a hurdy-gurdy. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was, it was really <sighs> well, good. So that'll sound, good hire her, sound I guess. something like this. Oh, gorgeous. What a wonderful mm. uh, hurdy-gurdy song you put together Thank you. there. I've been practicing um, for years. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad because it, it all led up to this. So uh, this is This Week in Letterboxd where we, we uh, I don't know, we talk about Letterboxd. Uh, talk about Letterboxd and uh, what's going mm. on this so, week, maybe. Uh, Matt. Good old Matt in our server, Mayor Rabbit, has built Matt. a new bot for our Letterbox server and has rolled that out for this week's film club. And yes. uh, so this week's film club is Pulp Fiction to celebrate the films of Samuel L. Jackson. And with that, we have like a corresponding list of films that the admin crew have curated, a long list of 20 films, I think, of Sam Jackson. But if yeah. you're listening and you haven't already checked out, you can go see the new film club assistant bot and um we you could put in your own nominations for the theme uh this week's theme was robots and artificial intelligence and we've had like 25 or so suggestions and voting has just started and it's all very cool and it's moving it away from the reddit which uh doesn't get as much traction as we would like so we move it to the discord Mm. and it's all very cool nice and streamlined and i hope people vote for robots 2005 because come on it's robots 2005 (laughs) 
Um, and you can go and be best friends with that bot in the Discord. You can send it kisses. You can mm-hmm. uh, uh, kiss it goodnight, maybe. You can uh, whisper sweet nothings uh, in our Discord, which, uh, as always, we can't tell you the link because we don't have that vanity URL for some reason. But uh, if you look in the show notes, it's all there. It's all, it's there, all there for your, click away. For your eyes only. Click yeah, click away. away. Join us. Have fun with us. Um, so what movies have you been watching Let's recently, check Jack? check the old the, diary. The, cause... the last two movies I watched, uh, it's a very interesting spread. I watched Meatballs, the... Uh, oh. The seventies Bill Murray yeah, movie, yeah. Uh, and then I watched. Or before that, I watched The Northman in cinemas. Oh, I still need to see so. that. <laughs> right, I'll just hit you with some titles, and then you tell me which Go ones you want. Uh, short Jack's <laughs> thoughts on. So, right. um, I don't know. Uh, Hercules and the Haunted World. Uh, well, I, I, I got to hear about Hercules <laughs> and the Haunted okay. World. I'm I sorry. I don't know why I even picked that, <laughs> thinking you wouldn't go for it. But, um, so this is a 1961 Hercules movie directed by Mario Bava, who was uh, an Italian like Giallo director. Uh, did a lot of slasher yeah. movies, some of my favourites like Blood and Black Lace and Bay of Blood. Um, but he also made like really strange movies as well. He made a film called Planet of the Vampires, which is a like sci-fi movie that has nothing to do with vampires. It's just like aliens. <laughs> Hercules okay, in the Haunted World is uh, it stars Christopher Lee, not as Hercules, but as um, the king, King Leto, and it's like this dreamy sort of strange, ethereal, expressionist horror film that isn't silent, but that's like full of these strange colors and very atmospheric it's not as Mm. um sort of pulpy as i would have liked Uh, i really like the lou ferrigno hercules movies from around the same time or a bit later because you know uh, lou ferrigno fights a bear and then throws it into space that's the stuff (laughs) i like um so this was a pretty movie but like not a lot happened within it so that's like a soft recommendation um i mean what do you think of the uh the disney oh i love it the ron clemens yeah yeah i love that movie yeah. Zero to Hero, Very just good. like that. Um, <laughs> as people know, I love Kung Fu movies, and I love movies that... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love Bruce Ploitation movies, which are movies that are <laughs> pretending to be about Bruce Lee. So I watched Bruce Lee in New yeah. Guinea, uh, a film in which oh, God. fake Bruce Lee fights a gorilla. Good movie. <laughs> um, you just reminded me of... Uh, uh, Next next month, Kodiak. What's Kodiak's challenge Blas- next month? Blasphemy. After, uh... Yeah, that's it. Blasphemy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna look forward to some. Nice oh yeah. Quotation. So there is blasphemy and there is anime next month. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna be watching nuns with big guns and uh, robots <laughs> fighting aliens and other animated goodies. Oh yes, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm actually gonna use the opportunity I think to to tick off some uh, some anime films on my mm, watch list yeah. because. Uh, I looked over it and I've actually I've got I've got a pretty decent amount of uh, of uh, Japanese animation that I, w- I want to touch on you know some weird mm. weird old anime films so I think that'll be a, a good opportunity. Um, another let's let's pick one more film that I've seen this week that needs yeah, needs shouting out. Um, how about? I finally saw Crash. Oh, the what did you think of it? Crash, really good. It yeah, I recommended like that. Exactly what I expected, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very uncomfortable viewing at parts, but yeah, essential Cronenberg. Yeah, and James Spade. Yeah, I mean, James Spade is really good, and Holly Hunter. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, 
it's definitely one of those films that if you know Cronenberg, you're not surprised. No, but yeah. I think it was it was my second Cronenberg film after Video Joe, yeah. I think. And so it was uh, it was still a bit of a, a shock to the system <laughs> for me. Um, and it was one of those films where I was just I, I probably mentioned this when we talked about it on on the show, but I was it was one of those those films where I was just like, I don't know whether this was terrible or amazing. Mm. I'm going to have to give it five stars just because I don't know what <laughs> else to do. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a very, very good film. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you mm. were into it. Uh, what have you seen this week or past couple of weeks? What have I seen this week? Anything I have note? seen nothing this week. Like, I've, I just, I don't know why. Well, I, no, I do know why. I've been watching Breaking Bad, ah, which is why I haven't been watching many movies. Rewatch. Yes, yeah, oh, first wow, time. Okay. So, I, so I started this a while ago. I started it, you know, years ago, um, but... The, because season one is very big on that very like realistic depiction of cancer yeah. that very much put me off and I stepped away from it because I was just like I just can't watch yeah, this. Yeah. Um, but I I I came back to it because I was told that in the later seasons they kind of step away from that which they do. Um, and I've been I've been having a great time. I'm I'm pretty pretty much at the end. I'm in the middle of season five. Wow. Um, and. I'm looking forward to, to moving on to Better Call Better Call Saul yeah, yeah, because yeah, sure. uh, that's the the other thing I've been watching recently is Mr. Oh, Show. Oh, I love Mr. Um, Show, and I yeah, I just love Bob Odenkirk. I think yes, he's, he's absolutely absolutely hilarious. Oh, that's so awesome. uh, that that has been my that's been my watching uh, lately. I've been really enjoying Breaking Bad, and then I've been uh, been lightening the mood with Mr. Show, <laughs> uh, and I've been watching no movies at all. Like the last movie I watched, as I said, was Meatballs. Amazing uh, on the twenty first. So it's a uh, been a little while but i'm gonna try and get some last minute slaper watches in yeah i've got a couple uh, more get some good slashes I've got a couple more yeah and i'll do a slaper spotlight right here let me see i'll Ooh, put my list it. and yeah. talk about some of the the better ones i've seen the new york ripper is a film directed by lucio uh fulci and the killer um is wait track down <laughs> is this the one i'm thinking of yeah so the killer um phones up the victims at, what is that noise oh my cat is just <laughs> vomiting in the background now oh god you okay it's cat? not good you're right uh, oh, she's, she's fine. fine um the, yeah. the killer talks in a fake donald duck voice <laughs> okay uh, so he's like ringing up his victims and he's like quacking down the phone and it was like the weirdest you already know it's on the watch list <laughs> um, and like lucio fulci is known for like his like really gory deaths and it was very very entertaining very very yeah. sleazy uh i think i'm not sure if i already talked about this on a prior episode but the monster from 1994 is an indian version of nightmare on elm street very good oh you very have not cool. talked about this because i would definitely um, remember it yeah, it's like uh, two and a half hours long, and it's like a typical sort of um, Indian production in that there are like musical segues <laughs> and like a lot of melodrama in between, like these nightmarish tales. But very fun. And the last one I want to highlight is. I'm sorry, hold on. I just I need to read this. The most recent review for the monster. I don't know if I'm looking at the wrong film because is you it don't have the monster it from logged. 1994. It is 1994. No, it's, there's but... two films. It's the second one. Okay. Uh, it's the one you'd, you'd recognize the poster as being the coolest thing okay. you've ever seen in your life. Well, I just need to read this review for the other Monster 1994, okay. where the most recent review from Lucy, it says, uh, Roberto uh, Benini is so adorable. I wish he was my pet hamster. I would keep him in my coat pocket and feed him sunflower seeds. Yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> definitely a different movie. 
uh, yeah, I just, I feel like that had to be read yeah. because uh, you're very specific, Lucy, but I respect it. I'm going to like your review. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, what is the, I'm going to find it now. Uh, it's actually not coming the up. The Monster, 1994. 1994. I'm going to add the year. Here we go. Oh, that is the coolest post I've Told ever seen. Told you. It looks like it's folded down the yep, middle. Yeah, that's because it's probably like a <laughs> photograph of an actual poster yeah. because they don't actually have a digital yeah. scan of it. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, this looks awesome. All right, onto the watch list. That goes to. I'm <laughs> fun in so many movies. Um, and the last out. one I want to talk about is Stage Fright, also known as Aquarius, and the killer wears a massive owl mask. <laughs> uh, so if you type in Stage Fright, you'll find it, and it's, yeah. It's he wears oh, a terrifying yeah. owl mask and terrorizes like this theater fright. production of like a local play. Very very fun. So yeah, Slave Roll, uh, a resounding success. Looking forward to a bit of blasphemy and anime in the coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So if anyone has any uh, any suggestions of anime films or uh, any any <laughs> fun non exploitation films, yep. get at us. That I should check out. Mm. Yeah, throw them my way. Throw them our way. We'll check them out and we'll talk about them on the show. We all... Oh, so <laughs> episode nine in the can in the bag. That's we episode nine. I I require you all to go and check my letterbox. I have the most impeccable taste of all time. You'll see my meatballs review that one person liked, <laughs> uh, and it'll all be a great time. So if you want to check it out, go to letterbox.com/levi. Or you could uh, go to letterbox.com slash L-E-V-I. Letterbox.com forward slash J-C-K-D-V-N-P-R-T. Because I don't get a cool vanity plate on mine because <laughs> the person who has Jack works for Letterboxd and has not, yeah, resp- we get has not responded to my trivia showdown and probably I'm will I'm just never, saying. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I think he should come on and uh, and fight for the the, fight the, the, right. the right to have his yeah, yeah to have his name. Um, but yeah, that's yes. without the vowels. Uh, and uh, I think you should go and leave us a review. You can give us five stars on a, on a, a bit of Spotify, or you could probably write a review on, on Apple Podcasts. Mm, that would yeah. be cool. I know we have a few. I can't check them on, on desktop, but I know. I think we had like 10 or something ratings on uh, on uh, Spotify, which is very nice. Hey, had a, it was like I, want, 4.9. I want you all to stop whatever you're doing right now, unless you're driving, in which case, keep driving. <laughs> uh, just no, 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 no. Pull over to the side <laughs> of the road. Quickly. Tell a friend about us, you know. Just tell a, you know, yeah. we're your friends. We make a little movie podcast, and sometimes we do funny yeah. jokes. Tell a friend. How about this? Tell two friends. How about this? Tell your mum. Tell, tell two friends. I'm going to, we're going to write right now the exact thing you should say oh, to those friends. Okay. Here we go. So One word each. In fact, I'll, <laughs> okay, all right. Dear friend i hope you are feeling in good spirits i suggest you listen to a fabulous podcast called bloopercast it is the best experience I have ever <laughs> experienced, <laughs> and you will love the banter <laughs> and, 
recommend recommendations from Jack <laughs> and Levi and sometimes Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's all you that's need. All you that's need. all you need. So no sign off. Write that down no sign and off. send it. Uh, every other word is like a new line. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then uh, send that to your grandma. Send that to your children. Send it to your uh, to your wife. Send it to your uh, your best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, send it to your congressman. Send it to your enemies. Send it. Send it to your enemies, and th- you know, know your know, know your, your enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they'll know us, and then we can give you the the dirt on. And them. then we can make the then, Henry VIII yeah. Patreon letterbox podcast theme. Yeah, exactly. So so. Yeah, if you want Henry VIII to watch the Snyder Cut, <laughs> you've got to get more people listening to the show. Yeah, it's that that's simple. It. It's you know, I'm not holding it hostage. One for you, just, one for it's me. The reality. You get more <laughs> exactly. house, You get Henry VIII, and we get a thousand pounds a minute. So it's fine. Exactly. So I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, and you know, that's it. So goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. There we go. Thank you.